0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have a really, really good, wonderful guest who's a dear friend of mine. And all my guests are wonderful, of course. Um, But this one particularly has a really, really interesting story. Um, From having several different careers to finally deciding to be a personal trainer and helping people on a great level, really, especially in these times. So uh, without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Kelly Ewington. Hello. Hi, Kelly. How are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. How's the weather
0: where you are?
1: really good. I've just been out for a nice long run, so I'm feeling very fresh and ready for this chat.
0: How long was the run today? Because I know you do a lot of running, especially in these times.
1: Um, I just did 5k today, but wow. um, I'm trying to up my times of, of doing it, so yeah. And do you do it's it every well. day or? No.
0: Not every day? No,
1: not every day.
0: And how are you finding it? And now people can't go to the gym, can they? So how do you, you know, keep up with the exercise? Because I know it's really important to you, as we were discussing before.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I've just had to change it up completely. So mm-hmm. I do, whereas before I did a lot of weight training, now I do a lot of body weight training. Um, but it's actually worked out better. So... Okay, yeah. I'm going to
0: ask you to explain that in a moment. But before we go on. I'd like you to tell my listeners a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are now to be a personal trainer.
1: Okay so um, in my early 20s I used to go to the gym casually, mm-hmm. Not didn't really think into it too much, just used to put my headphones on and just go on the cross trainer. Mm-hmm. And um so I've always had that as a bit of a the background. And then I was in and out of jobs quite a lot from the age of 15 up until I was twenty five. Um I decided I wanted to be a flight attendant.
0: And that's with um the airlines, the major airlines.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And that lasted one whole year and I absolutely hated it. Where
0: did you do, and where did you go? Did you do European or long haul?
1: European flights.
0: Okay, okay.
1: But it just really wasn't for me. So um, I actually decided to go travelling. So I left there, went travelling for a few months, which I did kind of find myself. I come back and... um, Where did you go?
0: What countries did you go to?
1: I went to Thailand and Vietnam.
0: Wow. And how was that?
1: Oh, it was lovely. I met so many different people from all around the world. And it was just, I would love to do it again, to be honest.
0: Do you think that that, that's something that led also to your decision to change your life and your career?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think because I took that three months out to think about really what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And um, I think sometimes you do need to take your, you know yourself out of that busy life just to focus on yourself for a little while
0: and see sort of um, greater horizons I know that they always say that when when people travel it opens up something completely different inside them as well as outside of them and I think looking at different cultures and different things I think broadens the mind I don't yeah, know about you yeah. I certainly did for me but I don't know whether that's something that because you see how different people live don't you
1: oh yeah make sure you appreciate your life over in England a, a lot better I would say
0: yes yeah yeah and so how did you was it it was it one of those um eureka moments that you have where you think I'm changing my life now or was it a gradual thing
1: um it was gradual really because when I got back um quite a lot happened in those few years anyway like my mum and dad split up and the whole family just went crazy so I think by the time I got back it was a lot more settled and then um we started seeing each other a lot more and it was you that said you know why don't you get into personal training because this is the only thing that you've never given up oh wow okay (laughs) so yeah you were the one that gave me the it's, it's my it's my thing it's my
0: <laughs> well I'm happy for health, but I, I, I always I mean I you know people always have dreams and I think we all have dreams and sometimes they they're asleep aren't they um we fall asleep sometimes and we just need somebody just to say well you know what actually you know and that sort of wakes mm. us up a little bit doesn't it
1: Yeah I think if you don't have people around you that can't bring out the best in you or notice things that you're good at and Mm. you don't really notice them yourself that can be quite hard to sort of have confidence in yourself you know what I mean. Yes yes I think it's
0: for sure that's important I think we have to somehow and it's a very difficult thing to surround ourselves with people really that help us and that's not in a selfish way but help us and we can help them and we're mutually then lifting each other up I yeah if we're always lifting uh, somebody up then it's very difficult then sometimes for us to be lifted so i don't know did you find a lot of um help around you how how did you feel supported or was it that you weren't supported that actually made you more determined to succeed
1: yeah, I would say from school, I've never really 100% been supportive, but supported or been pushed to do a certain career. So I've always been quite lost mm-hmm. until I decided to be a personal trainer. So um, yeah, a couple of people did say to me, you know, why don't you get into personal training? But at that time, I wasn't very confident in myself that I could do it. But the more... You know, people that were surrounding me, like yourself, just pushed me to make me believe in myself a little bit more. Really helped. It does help, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, it, it, it
0: the support system in our life is crucial, like, and not only in the physical sphere, but I think also mentally. That someone is there you know when we're all having those mad moments in our life Mm. and someone just to be there and say you know what actually it's okay it's just in this moment this is happening but you know this is not the rest of your life this moment is not the rest of your life
1: yeah I completely agree
0: and how what is it really that that you like about this personal training what is it that you're trying to achieve with this um career path
1: Um, I just want to promote a healthy lifestyle for people because, you know, it's so important to look after your body. I mean, I'm 30 now and I'm already thinking of, you know, when I get older and the the health benefits and how to look after myself. Mm -hmm. I think I just want to promote, yeah, more of a healthy lifestyle for everyone, really.
0: And do you actually, you know, as they say, do you practice you know what you preach do you lead a healthy lifestyle and how
1: do you do that i do yes um i am very healthy with what i eat but i also do you know i, I am balanced i'm not 100 percent because i don't believe in that i think food is such a wonderful source and there's so many different things you can try out there and you know if you restrict yourself from taking from, you know from taking all that, that it can actually make it a miserable experience
0: you mean like something extreme, like, for example, you not, you're not you not allowed to eat chocolate and that's it. I, you know, when you restrict somebody, I think people then want to do it more. Yeah,
1: I think a lot of people, they go on these diets, like, you know, you can get the milkshake diets or... Yes, um, I've seen
0: those, yeah. Yeah,
1: and I just feel like they don't last very long. And if you, you know, people are on them for like a few days, maybe a week or so, mm. and then they just go back to eating more than what they started so they're sort of setting themselves up to fail
0: I understand because you know they've missed the food so much yeah yeah it's human nature when you miss something then you want it more after when it comes back into your life
1: Mm.
0: so you're not a believer in that sort of thing you're you're a believer because I know you touch on nutrition with your clients don't you
1: yeah I think weight loss doesn't have to be 100% restricting yourself it just it's just living a healthy lifestyle just making a few changes and it doesn't have to be a horrible experience for everyone so the majority of your clients
0: that come to you Kelly what do they come for do they come for looking good feeling good about themselves how does the journey usually start with the clients that you have so far what is it predominantly that people are looking for
1: um it's mainly weight loss to be honest I deal with quite a lot of females um and yeah they just want to get more into I'd say healthy habits as well
0: right okay
1: um and that
0: includes eating healthily keeping fit yeah And do you start from the beginning? So when the client comes to you, uh, do you give them, for example, a consultation, I suppose, and then you give them a plan? And how long is that plan? How long do you think that people need to do something before it actually is instilled into them? You know, without them doing it, I'll do it for one week and then they give up. How how do you instill that lifestyle change?
1: Um, I think obviously everyone has different bodies they have different goals they have different mindsets and also different lifestyles so all of this has to be put in consideration you know some people might not be as busy and they can train three times a week someone might have a very busy lifestyle and only get there you know once a week so you have to put all of that into consideration
0: so it is really sort of catered and created for the individual yeah and there's always, I'm always fascinated with this. Is how, what do you think um, prevents people coming into um, fitness, so to speak? I mean, coming into that lifestyle and wanting to change. What do you think stops people from actually wanting to change their life?
1: I think, I mean, even myself as well, sometimes you can put so much pressure on yourself. Um, and it's kind of, you know, our bodies work in a way it's an all or nothing situation and just with say you know i'm gonna have i'm gonna eat salad for seven days that just automatically puts you in that frame of pressure whereas it doesn't have to be like that it can start off slow slow but progressed Mm -hmm. you'll see much more results if you go in 100 percent. so it's it's actually The results,
0: do you think the results are far greater if you remain consistent? Yeah. If you just keep doing something every day, as opposed to expecting some dramatical change in a week, so to speak.
1: Yeah, but you don't have to do it every day. It's just, you know, if if you don't like going to the gym, you know, go and play tennis once a week, and then maybe the next week up it twice. But a lot of people would put pressure on themselves to play tennis five times a week. Sorry. I do
0: see that actually with my clients as well. It's um, It can become a little bit fanatical. And I, I don't know what it is. If it's, for example, I don't know, like a crutch, an emotional crutch, uh, fitness. Anything can become an emotional crutch. And I know that you um, especially deal with clients that um, have low self-esteem. So how does that fit in, this low self-esteem and body image within trying to get fit and you know there's this huge comparison these days with social media and everyone's comparing so how do you help your clients?
1: I think for me I'm very realistic with everyone um, there is a lot of people that are on enhancement drugs I mean I was, a few years back, I was training a lot more harder than the other girls and, you know, they look really amazing and I kept on questioning myself, why am I not looking like that? And then I found yeah. out they were taking, you know, steroids and stuff. And I think, for me, you know, I don't promote that. I won't promote a quick loss because, realistically, it's not. that's not how it goes.
0: Right. Is it sustainable? I mean, if you have a quick weight loss... I don't know, you know, you know about this. This is your expertise. Can you maintain that? Or is it more maintainable if you do things gradually and keep it sort of consistent, like we say? Yeah,
1: it's more maintainable if you keep it gradually and consistent. I mean, you know, quite, mm-hmm. there's, you know when we go on holiday, we tend to go on, you know, fab diets and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but you'll notice when people get back, they'll probably end up putting on more weight than when they first started just because they've taken so much you know nutrition and everything out of the body
0: which makes sense doesn't yeah. it yeah
1: so how do you
0: deal with somebody who comes to you I'm always curious about personal trainers and how they do it and I know that you're very strict I know that. <laughs> um, but how do you deal if someone comes to you and says to you, you know what Kelly I feel absolutely crap about myself today and I don't know what to do, you know, I don't like the way I look, I don't know how I am. How do you deal with that as a personal trainer? Because I know although personal trainers deal with things such as nutrition and physical looks, there is a huge element of people's emotional well-being connected to that.
1: Yeah, I think for me, it's really important to get to know that person. Um, And, you know, if someone isn't feeling very good about themselves, I will... You know, we set goals and we make sure that we will meet them goals every time. And, you know, there'll be some days where my clients will text and be like, you know, Kelly, I'm really not up for it. But Mm. it's in me to be motivational and to give them that pick up. And then they'll they will come along and then they'll always say at the end, you know, Kelly, thank you so much. You've made me feel so much better. So not just physically, but mentally, you know, personal trainers can be there for clients.
0: Yes, yes. Do you do anything else? Do you do life coaching or any other sort of motivation or or coaching at all within your field of personal training? Or is that something you would like to do? I
1: would. It's not something I do, but I would really love to get into that because I, I do feel we, like mental health and fitness go very well together.
0: Yes, we were talking about that. And how, how do you feel um, about that? How do you think that people could make that as a complete, as a holistic thing in their life? What What is the best way to do that?
1: Um, just trying to get into a routine, really. And also, mm-hmm. you know, fitness doesn't have to be about going to the gym. If you once loved, I don't know, hockey or swimming, yeah. you know, go back to maybe stuff that you used to like at school. And it doesn't have to be even to do with fitness, you know, be creative or you know it just doesn't have to be boring you can do something you love doing
0: whatever you feel good about yeah doing is is the
1: key because I think if we love what we
0: do we're going to keep doing 100%, it. 100% yeah as opposed to you know being forced to do it and it's sort of it's not a punishment to keep fit, no, is it? not at all no it should be a yeah. pleasure So tell me, Kelly, with your clients at the moment, I suppose you're not seeing them physically. No.
1: uh, So I'm doing a lot of FaceTime uh, sessions at the moment. And how's that going? Yeah, that's going really well. Luckily enough, the weather's been lovely. So we've done a lot of sessions in the garden. Um, But yeah. So you're videoing and they're videoing. So you can see each other. Yeah, and I've been doing some group videos as well, which has been quite funny. Oh, have
0: you? And and has that been successful? Yeah, yeah,
1: it's been really good.
0: So that's something else to think about in this time, you know, of huge change in the world.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I I suppose
0: it's something that, do you think you'll continue it? I suppose if you get clients from anywhere around the world, you could do these group sessions or one-to-one, couldn't you? Yeah,
1: I mean, to do it around the world would be amazing. I think for me, mm. it'll be, you know, getting to meet different people, hearing their backgrounds and, you know, that would be amazing.
0: What are your plans for your career? Um,
1: ideally, I would like to have my own studio okay. and hopefully combine, you know, mental health and fitness together. So it'll be more more of a personal studio then it will op- okay. open for everyone if that makes sense
0: uh, yeah sort of like more of a one to one and it's i don't suppose it's
1: in a way vip yes.
0: because we are important as people and i i think we forget that so you make everyone feel as if they are important i think that's the yeah. key also and tell me kelly what um what makes you proud what inspires you
1: um What makes me proud? I would say, I mean, this is going to sound a bit cliche, but, you know, seeing the changes in all of my clients, that just really makes me proud that I've helped them get to where they want to be. And Mm. um, I think there's quite a lot of people that inspire me. You know, anyone that's going through a rough time or if I've been through rough times and they've turned around to me and said, you know, this is going to open new things for you. And I just think... Yeah, so many inspirational people out there. Um
0: that we can learn from all yeah, of them, can't yeah. we? There's so many people that we can learn from and people even in our everyday life, we we don't know what anyone's going through. And I think it's important to know that each and every one of us has something to teach each yeah.
1: other. I mean, even when I'm training yeah. people and you can see that they're mm. ready to give up and they just push themselves, it just It amazes me because you can see it in people's, you know, in people's eyes, how much they just want to fight.
0: This is beautiful. I think one of the most beautiful things about humans is the fight of the human spirit, how it is so powerful. Yeah. And in a way, you know, your job is that you are actually giving them the key to their power. Yeah.
1: That must make you feel amazing. Yeah, it really does. I, I mean, I've been doing it for a few for years now and mm. it's just one of the most amazing feelings. Mm. And, you know, sometimes I'll come out of a session and I would get really emotional. It's just, yeah, oh, wow. it's, I, I do love it. What a wonderful
0: job. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I just think it's amazing that you can give people, in a way, their freedom. So it's, it's the key to their freedom to be themselves. Yeah. And, and, and this it's a very rare thing these days because you know the world tries to make you to make you all the same they do yeah and this is the fundamental thing is we are not the same and the beauty is that we're not no, the same
1: not at all i think uh the world's very money driven as well so there's a lot of people out there that
0: sadly, yeah, yes there's a lot
1: of personal trainers that are just in it for that have you seen that yeah. a yeah And that makes you different, I suppose. Yeah, I would say so.
0: So you are not money-driven. What are you driven by? What makes you different to, say, the personal trainer down the road?
1: I love to build rapport with my clients. Um, You know, I take people's emotional, you know, experiences into consideration. Um, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I deal with each client on their own personal level it's just not an all-round experience
0: so it is very much a truly personal service that you offer to make everyone feel like they are worthy that's important so I think you know the difference is do you make everyone feel like everybody else or does everyone get to feel individual and unique with you individual
1: and unique nope (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah I understand I, I find that difficult as well I've just practiced it more um but yes um I think that's amazing amazing work now Kelly tell me something to finish off what can people do to help themselves at a time like this that we're in and we're hoping that it's going to change soon but in any case in a time like this or what can people do in general to help themselves? I would
1: say try and get into a routine, you know, get up at the same mm-hmm. time every day if you can, you know, have a couple of days off because it just gets boring. Um, mm-hmm. Try and open your mind up to try new things. You know, like I really didn't like running, but I've got into running now. So... Oh. Oh, that's a yeah. good thing.
0: Okay. So try something different. Yeah. I mean,
1: even just going for a walk, I didn't realise how many beautiful mm. places that I'm surrounded in until this has happened. So it's the perfect time. It does, it does. Yeah, it makes you look at things differently. Yeah, it really, really it? does. And like just, you know, try and be creative, maybe do some painting, some gardening. This will, you know, relax your mind so much.
0: It makes a huge difference. And
1: um also not to Eat bad food all the time because it it will make you feel worse. I know that sometimes when I have weekends where I just feel like mm-hmm. I need to have a blowout because I am human and I do feel like that sometimes. But course, at the end of, of it, I'll always feel worse.
0: Yeah, because nutrition is very connected um, to how we feel and what we put in us is a reflection of how we look. I do. I'm a strong believer in that. Yeah, as well. I am
1: as well. Yeah,
0: and I think that so I think general well-being is in respecting ourselves and respecting our bodies and giving our minds the time to rest as you said and to heal I mean this
1: is a bad time right now but I think it's a good time in a way you know maybe the world was going a bit crazy I'm not too sure but we can really reflect on things at the moment In a way, you know,
0: always they always say, you know, through the bad times come the good times, because sometimes we have to have a catalyst of change. We have to change as people. We've got to want to change. And I think it's given us the time to reflect on our life and what's important and that however bad or however horrific the things that we as humans can go through. And we're all in the same boat because we all have our stories something like this is sometimes needed as you said and it's yeah I really
1: think it is
0: even like with the personal training it's not easy is it to be exercising for you to be tough with your clients but at the end you get fabulous results that's just brilliant Kelly, tell me please, where can people get in contact with you? And you're offering one to one, aren't you? You can do it via what sort of method? Um, I can do it me. over
1: Facetime. That's fine. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. What uh, about yeah, Skype? Can do it over or...
1: Skype. I've uh, been using Zoom quite mm-hmm. a lot.
0: Okay. Give me your details.
1: Give the listeners where they can contact you,
0: Kelly So I have
1: an Instagram, which is Kelly K-E-L-L-I-E dot ewington e w i n g t o n or my email mm-hmm. address is kelly ewington 28 at gmail.com
0: okay say that
1: once more kelly kelly ewington 28 at gmail.com
0: okay and anyone can contact you if they want advice if they want to set up um a personal training yeah. goal they they are yeah of course to they are yeah you.
1: especially now yeah okay
0: thank you <laughs> yeah. especially now of course okay anywhere yeah, around the world that'd be great this is going everywhere now <laughs> the show's going everywhere so anyone anywhere on this whole planet that feels then I certainly can vouch for Kelly although she's very tough I have to say and very strict um but she's brilliant please get in contact with her via her Instagram or her email, and I'm sure you won't be disappointed. Thank you so so much, much Telly, for for joining me me today. Uh, It's a pleasure, and thank you, everyone, again for listening, and we will see you again next time. Lots of love, and stay safe. Bye. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website www.miminovic.co.uk